Welcome to News Nest. It's Wednesday, November 1, 2023. Vodafone has agreed to sell its Spanish business to Zigona Communications for 5 billion euros, $5.3 billion, as part of CEO Margarita de la Valle's plan to focus on markets with sustainable structures and sufficient local scale. Zigona, chaired by Telecom's executive Eamon O'Hare, plans to improve Vodafone Spain's falling revenue by bringing in former Uscaltel CEO José Miguel García to run the business. Vodafone will receive at least 4.1 billion euros in cash as part of the deal. Samsung Electronics reported better-than-expected quarterly operating profit despite a 77.6% drop from last year. However, Third-quarter operating profit increased by 262.6% from the second quarter, indicating that a memory chip glut may be coming to an end. Samsung's revenue for the quarter fell 12.2% from a year ago, but the company expects demand to pick up in the fourth quarter with year-end promotions and new product launches. The Indian stock market is expected to open flat on Tuesday, taking cues from positive global trends. The equity market gained on Monday, with both the benchmark indices ending higher. Technical analysis suggests that the short-term trend for Nifty remains positive, with a continuation of upside bounce in the market. The Nifty 50 index may see a pullback to the 19,300 mark, while the Bank Nifty index has the potential for further gains in the range of 43,500 to 43,800. In the ongoing U.S. antitrust case against Google, CEO Sundar Pichai testified that the company's practice of paying Apple and other tech companies to make Google the default search engine on their devices was meant to improve the user experience. The Department of Justice argues that these payments, which amounted to over $26 billion in 2021, are anti-competitive and hinder innovation. Pichai asserts that Google dominates the market because of its superior search engine and aims to provide the best user experience. The case, the largest antitrust trial in 25 years, is expected to last 10 weeks, with a ruling not expected until next year. Corning reported a disappointing quarter with no signs of improvement in the market, while Vertev sees it as a buying opportunity. Texas Instruments is advised to hold on to their shares despite a tough last quarter, and Merck is praised for its strong performance. Algonquin Power and Utilities is also considered a buy, given the attractive valuation of utilities stocks. Stocks rebounded on Tuesday after a month of losses driven by rising interest rates. The S&P 500 and Nasdaq Composite both saw gains, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average advanced. Real estate and financial sectors outperformed, although some tech stocks lagged. The CBOE Volatility Index dropped, indicating decreased market uncertainty. Earnings season continued with Caterpillar and JetBlue reporting disappointing results. Overall, this month marked the first three-month losing streak for major indexes since March 2020. Pinterest reported strong third-quarter earnings, surpassing revenue and earnings expectations. The company's revenue increased by 11% to $763.2 million, and the number of monthly active users rose by 8% to $482 million. Average revenue per user also exceeded analysts' projections. While Pinterest acknowledged the impact of the Middle East crisis on advertiser spending, the platform has seen big advertisers return and aims to focus more on shopping through partnerships like its recent collaboration with Amazon. Although confident, Pinterest admitted it may not be immune to a drop-off in advertising if the crisis worsens. Meta Platforms has announced that it will offer subscription plans to users in Europe for Facebook and Instagram in order to comply with European Union regulations. 
the monthly plans will allow users to access the platforms without advertisements and will cost €9.99 for web users and €12.99 for iOS and Android users. The move comes as the EU regulations threaten Meta's ability to personalize ads for users without consent, which could impact the company's revenue. This decision may allow Meta to meet regulatory requirements while still maintaining its ad business. Germany's economy continues to struggle, with the latest GDP figures showing a decline of 0.1% in the third quarter compared to the previous three months. On a year-on-year -year basis, GDP was down 0.8%. These numbers indicate that the German economy remains stagnant and raises questions about whether the country is the sick man of Europe. Factors such as inflation, energy uncertainty, higher interest rates, a decline in trade with China, and structural issues are contributing to Germany's economic challenges, and these issues are not expected to be resolved anytime soon. Albemarle Corp, the world's largest producer of lithium, is predicted to announce lower quarterly profits due to declining prices of the metal. The drop in prices is attributed to concerns over falling demand and oversupply, especially in the electric vehicle EV market, where lithium is a crucial component in batteries. With the lithium market expected to be oversupplied in the coming years, analysts anticipate a period of earnings and margin pressure for industry players. The presidency of the upcoming COP28 climate summit and two renewable energy organizations have called on governments to triple renewable energy capacity by 2030 to prevent global warming from exceeding 1.5 degrees Celsius. A joint report by the COP28 presidency, the International Renewable Energy Agency, IRENA, and the Global Renewables Alliance stated that renewable energy capacity should reach more than 11,000 gigawatts by 2030, while major economies like China, the United States, and India have already agreed to this goal. Reaching a deal at the climate negotiations in Dubai will not be easy, as some countries argue that a commitment to phase out CO2-emitting fossil fuels is also necessary. Inflation in the Eurozone dropped to a two-year low of 2.9% in October, lower than the consensus estimate of 3.1%. Core inflation, which excludes food and energy prices, also decreased to 4.2% year-on-year. Meanwhile, the Eurozone economy contracted by 0.1% in the third quarter, and the European Central Bank expects the economy to grow by just 0.7% this year. Despite the decline in inflation, experts believe it is still too early to expect an imminent rate cut from the ECB. The United Auto Workers UAW, union reached a tentative deal with General Motors GM, Ford Motor, and Stellantis, ending the six-week labor strikes against the Detroit automakers. The finalized deals include 25% compounded raises for UAW members, increased company contributions to 401k plans, and enhanced profit-sharing bonuses. UAW President Sean Fain emerged as a winner due to the union's successful strategy and tough rhetoric during negotiations. However, investors in the automakers, as well as their electric vehicle ambitions, may suffer losses. Additionally, the UAW plans to use the record deals to assist in its organizing efforts in other auto companies, including foreign automakers and electric vehicle companies like Tesla and Rivian. Non-union plants and the EV market may also be affected by the UAW's victories.